one of the most underrated Netflix shows that I don't see enough people talking about. It's called 100 Humans. Super simple premise. Great television. You get 100 people in a room, ask them questions. What do the results say? Phenomenal television. You need to watch it now. And one of the greatest episodes, or just, you know, greatest segments, is just when they ask 100 people who here thinks they're more attractive than than the others. Leave your hand up. If you think you're more attractive than people who are hands are still up, leave your hand up. And what this reveals is something that's so innate in human nature. You see, statistically, they expected, you know, if you're more attractive than others, then only 50% of, you know, hands should be up. Of course, we're humans. We all know we're better than each other. And that initial question of asking, are you more attractive than the people around you? More, way more than half of people's hands are up. Now, what am I getting at here? As investors, we always think we are better than other people. We think that our investing minds are better than other people. And this is one of the biggest hurdles that as a day trader, people face against. You see, investing is hard enough. The average person doesn't beat the market. But a day trader, only 1% of those people actually beat the market. So when you're day trading, you have a 99% chance of failing. Now, the psychotic human nature of us feels that because there's a chance... I will beat the market because I am the exception. However, what the 99% really means is that the only 1% of people that became successful persevered, they failed multiple times, and they were over trial and error finally being able to become consistent. That's how everything should be perceived. Now, when it comes to investing... I know a lot of you guys, and by investing, I just mean you buy something, you hold it for a long, long, long time, basically forever. When it comes to investing, we have all heard of the things that we should do. You know, buy a stock that you love, buy a company you think you'll never go bad, buy ETFs and hold for life, buy QQQ, it matches the index, buy SPHD, it matches the S&P 500, you get that automatic 7% return for the rest of your life, buy when the market's high, buy when the market's low, just average down every month, just buy the same amount you would do uh, market cost averaging, man, I always forget that word. Just averaging, price averaging when you're just buying no matter what the market's doing. That method of strategy right there over time is always going to be the most successful. However, because investors are human, we always do the mistake of trying to be the smartest in the room. One of my favorite YouTubers, one of my favorite YouTube channels, Beat the Bush, made one of the most interesting moves as a long-term large portfolio um, that I've seen. So Beat the Bush, initially when you know COVID was going down, he pulled his whole million-dollar portfolio out of the market. A whole million. It's craziness, right? And then the market dropped 20 to 30%, as we know. 
think about that insane timing. Sees COVID happening, thinks it's going to be more serious than everyone is letting on, pulls his million-dollar portfolio out, saves himself $300,000. Crazy market timing, right? Now we're in a situation. Alexa, stop. Goddamn, Alexa always interrupting things. Now we're in a situation where the market is flaming up, but we have COVID wave two right around the corner. What does beat the bush do? Again, same guy who saved himself $300,000, up 10 to 20% probably on the year from market timing. What does he do? He pulls his money again. Now, as soon as he pulls his money, the market goes up five to six percent, right? Like he, he pulls it in like I think it was like early Mayish. He pulled his money. Market goes on this crazy rally in May, goes up five to six to eight percent, and of course he has all these smart people in his ear. Link, you know, as your YouTube channel builds, you get contact with more people who are in the finance industry, and you have friends that are probably in the finance industry, and they're telling these economic numbers. But the market goes up five to six to seven percent after he pulls his money. That's a potential of, you know, 70 grand in the market. And now all the stocks are 7% more expensive. Now, you're listening to this, and here's someone who successfully timed the market once and tried it again, and he failed. And looking at this, you know, I'm trying to think about the YouTube subscriber who sees someone who's so willing to pull a million dollars out of the market and put a million dollars back in the market just through market timing. And I look at that, and I think this is an example. You know, I'm trying to think about the YouTube subscriber really watching this, thinking that maybe this is the way they should invest, and say, family, don't do it. Do not do it. And the reason I say that is, as investors, the thing that's most crippling about us is that most people who invest are smart. Matter of fact, smarter than average. A lot of people have university degrees, college degrees. You know, their IQ is probably 110, 120. The average IQ is 100, by the way. So you're smarter than average, you know? And sometimes that smartness, that arrogance just gets to your head. And you think that because you're smarter than average, you are an an anomaly in the matrix and you can time the market. And to that, I say, maybe... Honestly, maybe, but in life, you probably want to take the path of real released resistance. And in this market, and probably whenever you invest in stocks, there is nothing wrong with taking some of your stocks or some of your gains off the table to secure those profits. And there's nothing wrong with taking some of your stocks out. But for the love of God, please never liquidate your whole portfolio. Please never do it because we suck at market timing. We really do. Matter of fact, do you know how much times in the last four years I probably thought the market was going to like go to zero? Even think about this year with the Iran, you know, nuclear 
whatever, the Iran nuclear uh, threat, you know, World War Three, all those memes. Think about in August, September time when China and USA were having all those trade nightmare talks and like who knew how that was going to go. Think about, you know, the past two years, all these recession talks. The market can always go to zero. But as an investor, all you got to do is position your portfolio for that. So, you know what? Take go 10%, 20% cash, go 30%, 40% cash, even go 50% cash. You know, go to a portfolio that's more conservative. You think the market's going to crash? Go to more bonds. Bonds appreciate um, in a down market a lot of times. Go to more gold. Gold appreciates in a down market a lot of more times. But don't liquidate your portfolio, son. Please do not do it. That is one of the most terrible mistakes. You know, there was a stat, and honestly, it was like, if you just were, you know, investing on the 10 most profitable days in the S&P 500, that accounts for like most of the 7% return per year that a lot of people get. And if you miss those, then you miss out on massive gains. And it's really hard to tell when those gains happen. You know, a lot of times the market rallies within a week or two weeks of a major drop. So if you're someone who's seeing the market drop and you're like, oh, I need to take my money out now before it drops more, a lot of times you're going to be that person who misses out. Never try to market time. It's so against human nature. You know, most of the times when the market's rallying, you want to put your money in. You want to put your money in because that's human nature. And most of the times when the market's dropping, you want to take your money out because that's human nature. However, when you look at the past, when you look at history, the market typically only drops 7% in one year. And every two years, it has maybe a 14% drop. Now, of course, every seven to 10 years, there's like a recession type thing where like what we have now where the market dropped 30%. However, since the market has already dropped 30%, guess what usually happens after the recession? You have all-time high gains or all-time high ability to make gains in your portfolio. So why would you ever risk pulling out your money now? And as always, the best, most brightest investors are the uneducated ones. That's because the uneducated investor, they never stop learning. Flight crew, please do not make the mistake. If you want to take some risk off for your portfolio, switch to bonds. BLF is a great one. BND, of course, is a bit more conservative. It's a great one. Switch to gold. GLD, great ticker. But do not pull all your money out. Go to 20%, 30%. Maybe if you're in a different country, get some American cash. It's a great um, you know, portfolio buffer until, you know, the market drops the way you like, but do not get rid of your whole portfolio. And as always, we got to take off, baby. See you next time.